This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning each day or your entire life all over again, only this time with the loving God at the center. We hope you'll experience joy from listening and find yourself laughing and living it up all the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey everybody, it's Friday. Yoo-hoo. Yeah. Oh, this is living it up while beginning again. I'm sorry. We are beginning again though. We're beginning another podcast. Sorry, I made a mistake. Um <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. Anyway, we're excited for you guys knowing that it's Friday and, and you got a great weekend coming up and we think we've got a, a good topic for you to consider over the weekend. Okay? Yeah, and it uh it says fear is a spirit. Is an outward manifestation of inward anguish and torment. We will discuss how to work through the paralyzing effects of fear so we can think clearly, gain courage, and move towards our destiny. Mm-hmm. Where'd you find that? In 2 Timothy 1 7. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Well, unfortunately, I know a lot about fear. And, um, you just had some fear. Uh, yeah, and fear, if you look at the four four letters in fear, it's false evidence appearing real. Yeah. And when I was growing up, my I, I love my parents. I'm, I don't have one of those horrible childhoods where I'm going to bash my parents because it's not necessary. They love me, and like everybody else's parents did the best they could. But there is one thing that I was always told growing up by my dad, and that was that I was a scaredy cat. <laughs> and I was afraid of my own shadow. And, it, you know, I really was. It, I, my mom and dad had me later in life, and they, they looked older. A lot of people thought they were my grandparents, and it seems like they were always having some kind of a surgery. And I don't know. I was the baby of the family, and I just always felt like they were going to leave me. Mm-hmm. And even though I was raised in church and never miss a service and all that, um, I've come to realize as an adult that God's, how much He really loves me and what trusting Him really in, entailed. And and I'm still learning about that, yeah. as I think probably a lot of us are. But that scripture is is such an eye-opener, you know. And, it is. Um, the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. And that tells you right there that fear is a spirit, okay? But of power, love, and a sound mind. And there's another passage that goes on to say that he who fears has not been made perfect in love because fear has torment. Yeah. And so when I read that passage, it just tells me when it says he who fears has not been made perfect in love, then really means that you're you're really not trusting trusting God and don't have a real true understanding of his love for you. Mm-hmm. And so if anybody out there that's listening and, and struggles with fear, um, really look up those passages and and talk to the Lord about it and really start praying about just, you know, that you don't have a spirit of fear, that God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Because it is, it's tormenting. I mean, I had a doctor's appointment the other day that you went, to with me yeah and uh, that's one thing I don't enjoy doing 
I guess most people don't, but you really don't. I can just I can just get <laughs> taken over with fear. Yeah, I know. And uh, I had so so much anxiety that day anyway, and just them taking my blood. You were like, "Have you ever had blood taken before?" Of course I have, but that one day it just came over me, yeah. and so it's it's not fun. And I was just I was quoting scripture. God's not giving me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That nurse so, called me in there to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a nephew that's like that too. I think he passes out when they look at his throat, so <laughs> or in his ears. But anyway, I'm just saying it's it's very real to people that don't really understand where it's coming from. Yeah. And it and for me, it it always takes me back to I need to reexamine my relationship with God, and and how much He really loves me, and, and how much I really trust Him. Because mm-hmm. fear has torment. But I want people listening to understand when the Bible says that it is a spirit. Okay? Fear is a spirit. It right. is a spirit that's not from God. So with me, when when fear overtakes me, I realize where it's coming from. And I start thinking about, okay, what is it that I'm so afraid of? And casting down those wrong thoughts. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, me taking authority over my thoughts. You know, your feelings aren't going to kill you. Yeah. And they're very real when they're backed up with fear. But it all goes back to okay. I've, I've got to. I got to keep turning back to God, and, and asking Him to help me here with this. That's right. And you know, talking to the enemy about it. So, what's been your experience with fear? Well, I, I agree with that. You know, what I mean, I mean, you know, fear of uh, there's lots of fears out there. I mean, fear of a new job, uh, fear of a merit. you you know, just being married or. Uh, if if you have gone through a divorce, fear of of being on your own again. Um, fear of your children growing up, you know, correctly and, and safely. I mean, there's fear all around us, man, and that is it is a spirit. I guarantee you. It's it, a like, like, like Teresa says, and what like the Bible says, mm-hmm. you know, it's a spirit. Yeah. And uh, I just remember the, there's one passage um, when uh, a man who was possessed by many demons came up to Jesus, and there were so many demons, they named themselves Legion. And Legion is an army. I mean, hundreds, you know, of demons were in this man. I'm just thinking, you know, there's tons of people around there just scattering like flies, man, of fear. Like, oh my gosh, you know. And so they were just running every which way. And Jesus just stood there, looked at him, and cast those demons out. Mm-hmm. Well, he wants to do the same thing for us. When we come up to him with all these, this fear, which is a spirit of, of, of the, of, of, from the pits of hell, Jesus wants you to say, you know what? You got to go. This is my son. This is my daughter. You have no right to, mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. I died for them. My blood that I sacrificed anointed them. And so that's where we need to, to reach to. Now, you know what? It's it's uh, really easy to say that on a podcast, okay? But it's it's not easy, and we we know that, honey. You know what I mean? We we still you know sometimes we'll fall into fear, mm-hmm. okay? And so, uh, but you know what? But then we we'll catch ourselves. Well, fear of the future. Yeah. Fear of what's going to happen. Or exactly. What if this or what if that? Well, you know, we can choose to think the worst, or we can choose to think the best. Yeah. It's up to us. Bible says, you know, I said before you. Life or death, blessing or curses. Choose life. Yeah. In every situation, and that's including our thoughts. That's right. So, but um, fear is paralyzing. 
It can be. It, it sure can. Yeah, and it can also, it can keep you, if we allow it, from us reaching our full potential mm -hmm. in our destiny because we're too afraid to do this, too afraid to do that, or maybe even afraid of what people will think if we yeah. do that. Well, you know, be true to yourself is where I have finally landed in my life. That's right. And those that I don't believe are, uh, you know, in my corner, that's okay. Yeah. There's other people that are in my corner. That's right. And I'm in their corner. That's right. You know, and we got a, a two-way thing going, and those are the relationships that I nurture. Mm -hmm. It's too much trouble to try to be something that I'm not to please someone else, and that's I don't right. have time for that anymore. That's right. And that's that's where I have, I think you and I have both come. We just don't have time mm. to mess around anymore. No. Not that we were messing around in the beginning, but when when we know better, we do better. Yeah. That's right. And so let's just keep pressing on. And, uh, and and not let fear overtake us and yeah. rule us. I don't want it stealing any more of my life that I allowed. That's right. Once I learned that I had a responsibility, you know what, by golly, I've got the power of the creator of the universe inside of me. By golly, I'm going to fight back. That's right. So, it's, the enemy's still enough for me. Huh? The enemy is using fear in my life long enough right. to steal too many things from me. And that's exactly what it is. I mean, it's Satan, man. I mean, he uses that fear, you know, and anxiety and, and depression and things of that sort. But really, if you think about it, a lot of our, our uh, things that we go through, depression, um, anxiety, and other, other things like that, they all stem from one thing, fear. Mm -hmm. We're, we're to run towards yeah. fear. You know, every, every, all the weapons that God uses us to fight with, and he mentions in Ephesians, they're all for fighting forward, That's right. not backward. If you think That's about right. every piece of, of the, of the uh, armor, That's right. it's all for fighting forward, not backwards. You know, look at King David. He wasn't backing up, you know, throwing that slingshot, throwing that, throwing that rock at Goliath. Mm -hmm. He kept walking forward. Mm -hmm. He kept walking toward that fear. Yeah. And you know what? It connected, and Goliath was no more. Same with your fear. God didn't give us eyes in the back of our head. We no, got he didn't. Eyes in well, actually, I do have eyes in the back of my head. <laughs> <sighs> but you're right, honey. You didn't. You know, he wants us to keep looking forward. Mm -hmm. And you know what? We don't want you to be paralyzed by this fear. Nope. You know? But, I, but you know, I'm telling you from experience, man. I had problems, you know, problems with fear myself, you know, and I and, and I still get fearful at times, but I know where to go now. You know, I need I go to the Word. Uh, I pray with my wife, and you know, and, and we work we work our ways through it, mm -hmm. our way through it. But you know, when I wasn't saved, man, I had nowhere to go. Right. I just bathed in it. Mm. You know, I just sunk in fear, because I had nowhere to go. I just thought. That's the way life's supposed to be. You know what? Jesus told me one day. No, it's not. This is not the way life is supposed to be. Mm -mm. Give your life to me. And I will step on the neck of Satan. <laughs> and I'll look at him. And I'll say, this is my boy. Mm -hmm. No more fear for him. You know what, honey? I know there's people out there right now mm -hmm. that have fear. Mm -hmm. They're listening to us. But you know what? Have you given your life to Jesus? Mm. Have you asked him to take this fear away? He wants to. But you have to give your heart to him. Mm -hmm. Isn't that right, honey? Mm-hmm.
You can say a lot of things, but when you give your life to Jesus, you need to give it to him with your heart. That's right. That's what he wants, man. And with your heart. That's right. Look at David, man, in the Bible. If you've never read the book of um, um, uh, uh, the Old Testament and David, I mean, you know, I mean, he, he did some pretty, pretty awful stuff, but God knew his heart. His desires of his heart was to be with God at all times. Mm-hmm. And that's what he wants from you. And so if you've never given your, your heart to Jesus, and, or maybe you have, you thought you did, and you walked away, then you know what, man, you need to give your heart to him. Or maybe you just said the words. We don't want you to have fear anymore. And more than that, neither does Jesus, mm-hmm. first and foremost. So if you've never given your life to Jesus in your heart, please pray after us. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Lord, I don't want to fear anymore. I don't want to be afraid. I want you to fight for me. And Lord, I know that you died on the cross. You rose on the third day. And because of the cross, you say my sins are forgiven because I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Jesus, thank you for taking away this fear. Thank you for defeating it with your blood, and with your love. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. It's Friday. It is Friday. We want to invite all of you to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you to a church now. Mm-hmm. Those of you that just gave your life to Christ, you know, the journey is just now beginning. Mm-hmm. It's not one that you can walk alone. And that's where a lot of the fallout can be with new believers, not having someone to take them by the hand mm-hmm. and walk them through this. So we want to encourage you to be led by the Spirit to a, a wonderful church. Yes. Let the whole idea and concept go of just going to one that's closest to you, unless that's all there is. Yeah. But we, would, we would prefer that you pray to be led to a Spirit-filled church where uh, the Word of God is preached and uh, where you're going to hear all about Jesus. Yeah. Okay? And... Um, Ask him, ask him about a mentorship yeah, program, discipleship was, program, mm-hmm. honey. Yeah, that's what I was, where I was going yeah. to, to do this. So, anyway, we, <laughs> we, we've enjoyed our time with you, and uh, we hope you have a great weekend. We sure do. And so, until we talk to you on Monday, remember, fear is a, spe- fear is a spirit. That's right. And it's not given to you by God. Goodbye, fear. That's right. Bye-bye, fear. And have a great weekend. We look forward to talking to you on Monday. Until then, keep leaving it up. Why beginning again?